the daily meditation, Bible readings, and Saints of the Day for October 8th. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, now and ever and to ages of ages. Amen. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians, chapter 2, verse 19 through 22, chapter 3, verse 1 through 7. Brethren, you are no longer strangers and sojourners, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole structure is joined together and grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are built into it for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. For this reason I, Paul, a prisoner for Christ Jesus on behalf of you Gentiles, assuming that you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace that was given to me for you, how the mystery was made known to me by revelation, as I have written briefly. When you read this, you can perceive my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to the sons of men in other generations, as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. That is, how the Gentiles are fellow heirs, members of the same body, and partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. Of this gospel I was made a minister according to the gift of God's grace, which was given me by the working of his power. The Gospel reading is according to St. Luke, chapter 8, verse 1 through 3. At that time Jesus went on through cities and villages, preaching and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him, and also some women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, and Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's steward, and Susanna, and many others, who provided for him out of their means. Today's meditation is on St. Paul's words in the Epistle reading, and where he says, Brethren, you are no longer strangers or sojourners, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. And these opening words of the Epistle, I think, beautifully express what each one of us has been given. Uh, like myself, uh, some of you come from families that at some point immigrated to the United States, uh, whether it was your parents or grandparents, great-grandparents, and they left their homeland and they came to a new country. And for the first few days or weeks or even months, uh, 
they were still strangers and they were getting to know the people, the land, the laws, the culture. But then eventually they became citizens and they made this country their home. St. Paul uses this same idea to convey our spiritual journey. Human beings, we were once estranged from God and we lost our original home with God in the Garden of Eden. And we became strangers and sojourners, wanderers, until we found the promised land. And that promised land was Christ and his church. And we were received, we were welcomed by Christ himself. And through our baptism, he made us citizens of his kingdom, together with all the saints, being one household, one family of God. But having entered our divine home with Christ, having been received into the church, either as an infant or as an adult, the devil relentlessly tries to call us back out. But having entered our divine home with Christ, having been received into the church, either through baptism as an infant or as an adult, the devil relentlessly tries to call us back out. He tempts us to give up our home, our true identity, and once again to go wandering in the darkness with him a journey that only leads to despair and nothingness. He constantly tries to make us forget who we are and what we have received. He does this by making us not take our identity as children of God seriously. It just becomes a nice metaphor, just a nice religious idea. And we fail to actually live it or he makes us think that we're undeserving of this identity because of our mistakes and our sins. Or he makes us hyper-focus on some other identity, like our ethnicity or our political affiliation, or even some profession or talent we have that we just completely devote our time to our thoughts and mind and everything to continually and forget to and forget our other identity as a child of God. So either way, we end up disregarding or even forgetting our true identity as members of the household of God. We end up not living every day in a way that reflects this reality. Instead, we live in another reality, and the devil tries to get us to only think about our earthly home, our earthly pleasures, our earthly goals, only our immediate family members and relatives, only our own friends. And we create a kind of distance between ourselves and our heavenly family and God and other people in this world. This deception of the devil is relentless. And there's only one way to snap out of it 
and reject it every day as well. And that is to give thanks to God for all things and acknowledge Him as the giver of all things, that He is everywhere present and sees everything, that all things belong to Him, and He has made you a steward of His gifts. We give thanks to God for your life, for your country. Give thanks to God for your life, for your country, for your material blessings, for your talents, for your possessions, for your family members and relatives and friends. Give thanks to God for your freedom, for your parish, for the saints, for your orthodox faith, and that you belong to the family of God. In this way, you become a solid person, loyal to your true identity that you received at your baptism. You live as someone who is not double-minded, someone who is not two-faced, someone who is not divided and separated from God, but rather united with Him. As Christians, we try to live as citizens of the kingdom of heaven while here on earth. It's not easy, but we are called to be the light of the world. We are called to be ambassadors for Christ. Through us, God's heavenly kingdom is made present on earth, beginning within our own bodies and souls. As Christ said, the kingdom of heaven is within you. So each one of us becomes a vessel, a temple of the kingdom of heaven for ourselves and for those around us. And that is why we pray, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In other words, that earth is me, my life, my body, my mind, my heart, my soul. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today we commemorate Saint Pelagia the Righteous. This saint was a prominent actress of the city of Antioch and a pagan who lived a life of unrestrained prodigality and led many to perdition. Instructed and baptized by a certain bishop named St. Ninos, commemorated on November 10th, she departed for the Mount of Olives near Jerusalem, where she lived as a recluse, feigning to be a eunuch called Pelagia. She lived in such holiness and repentance that within three or four years she was deemed worthy to repose in an odor of sanctity in the middle of the fifth century. Her tomb on the Mount of Olives has been a place of pilgrimage ever since. Today we also commemorate Pelagia the Virgin Martyr of Antioch, Tysia the Harlot of Egypt, and Philip, Bishop of Gortina. Through the prayers of our Holy Fathers, Lord Jesus Christ our God, 
Have mercy on us and save us. Amen. A Daily Act of Kindness The next time you're at a restaurant, ask your server how their day is going.